Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. And I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live here uh, on a our Friday, your Thursday. Let me introduce to you, Mr. Jason Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, hey! Top of the morning or afternoon, everybody. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in. What's the jersey, Wayne? It's Dallas Cowboys. What's your jersey? You just waking uh, up? Actually, I have my "Don't blame me." I voted for Trump shirt on today. <laughs> man, you look man. Like um Swiss Family Robinson there. Um, let's see. You know, uh around lunchtime we usually come up with um, you know, there's a whole lot of breaking news that comes up around around lunchtime. Um, Ron DeSantis let Ken Griffin WeWork legislation to allow CCP members to buy land in Florida. Yes, yes, he did. It just came out this morning. And it's establishment GOP to the T. We talk about the GOP being corrupt. We've broke down how Ron caved to Disney and set up a oh new board seats. And now, yeah, 
He let Ken Griffin push through legislation that he signed off on that lets Chinese people buy property in Florida. Yes. You know what? That only happens when you're bought. Yes. It only happens when you're bought. When you owe somebody, when somebody puts millions of dollars into your coffer, when you uh, puts in, into your account, you got to pay the piper. That that's basically what it is. I mean, you going around and you signing legislation and holding press conferences. Chinese people, well, I, a, a CCP would never buy land in Florida. They'll never do it. And then all of a sudden, your donor, one of your donors, comes out and says, "We need you to be lax on this because I have some holdings over there in the CCP. You know, do this." Do this for me, and we'll give you more money. Yep. You know, that's that's basically what this is. What a what a jet man. He well, and and it's stupid jet. because establishment Republican. This is their playbook. These folks donate huge sums of money to your campaign, and then they expect something on the back end. And in this case, it's now letting Chinese citizens buy land now. The question will be, is it because we talk a lot about Chinese citizens being different than the CCP. But in this Mm -hmm. case, there's no delineation. They can't say, "Okay, well, a regular citizen can buy land, but not somebody. So any CCC party official can do it. So and this is why the establishment Republican Party sucks. Oh, man. Whatever, man. I, 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 you, it's, it's, it, it. He is, he is who we, he is who we thought he was. So I mean, that's, that's just basically all that. You know, he's going around saying that he beat Disney. He hasn't beat Disney yet. You're trying to get out of a lawsuit because you probably know that Disney's probably going to win. He, you know what? There's another, um, there's another video that I was going to play early in the week. Basically, he said, um, uh, the lawsuit isn't against me; it's against the state of Florida. You are the state of Florida. Right. You are the state of Florida. You know, he said, yeah, um, Disney's not suing me. They're suing the state of Florida because of, you know, I mean, they've been going around and doing these things to the kids and stuff. Like, That's not what the lawsuit is about, chump. The right. lawsuit is about uh, you uh, overreaching, uh, government overreach into their business because they came out public and said that they didn't like your law. That's what it is. And you try to turn it again. I mean, and and look, <laughs> you try. I mean, he, he is great at changing narrative, though. Right. He's great at, I mean, he is seriously almost a pro at changing a na- or trying to change the narrative because, you know, he's trying, well, you know, they're doing all these pedophile stuff and everything, you know, we, you know, okay. Then he says, well, Nobody should have that much power over a district and whatnot. You know, we have to bring them back down. But then I heard that the old folks people or um, the old folks uh, area down there sort of has something like the same thing. Uh, the, the the village, the villages, is that what it's called? Yeah, there's some there's some different things that are structured weird with property down in Florida where. Yeah, yeah, where where they did some things to get investments in the communities and whatnot. Well, and let the record reflect too, with the Disney thing, Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislature 
passed a law like a year and a half ago that said they were just doing away with the whole thing. Disney could just be another company in Florida. There's no special Reedy Park District. They passed that. And then they would have been done with this Disney thing. Disney's just a private company. They're just the same as everybody else in Florida. They went back and passed this other complicated legislation before the first legislation took effect that just created five board positions for governor-appointed people to help have oversight in Disney, and Disney's fighting it. I mean, th there was clearly well, a start, chance. Well, it actually started before that. It started with the, quote, don't say gay bill, which it wasn't, but don't. That's that's what they label it. And Disney just came out and said, we don't like it. Right. You don't like it. What do you mean you don't like it? Let's go after them. Well, no, 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 no. They no, they've been getting away for a long time and doing this. And so he, 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 basically, he's trying to he was trying to make an example out of Disney. That's all. He was trying to make an example out of him. He got caught. And he wants to get rid of the loss. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm look. I'm not, we ain't here to lie to you. We've been watching it. We just don't get caught up with a whole lot of these stupid headlines. He got caught in his own book saying what he wanted to do or what he was doing to Disney. He basically, I mean, they're going to use his own words in court. That That's how that goes. They're going to use his own words in court. And basically what he's trying to do right now is get them to drop the lawsuit because it's time to move on. That's that's something I saw earlier. He got all the headlines yeah, he needed, and he made yeah. a special spot for his donors. He's good. Like, I got out of this what I needed. I wasn't trying to change anything, you know, and I appointed five big donors to the board of mm -hmm. oversight for Disney. Yeah. That life's good for yeah. Ron DeSantis. Yeah, and I, you saw he's still dropping. Case in point, if you are doing what you need to do, and reaching who you need to reach and talking about what you need to talk about and explaining what you need to explain, you shouldn't be dropping in the polls if people agree and uh, uh, um, uh, if people are receptive to your message. You, you shouldn't be dropping in the polls, period. Right. Okay. And he's dropping. He He's dropping every day. And I think was I think what's going on, and check me on this, but I think what's going on is once you're on that snowball down the hill, you start picking up a whole lot of that negative stuff that makes it go faster. Even if it's not true, it starts latching on and it starts to go faster down the hill and it makes it look like it's part of the whole snowball. Am I right? Oh, yeah, especially with Ron DeSantis because his whole campaign is predicated around I'm Trump policies without the drama. Without I'm the electable, drama. Yeah. I'm people like me. And then they come out and they decide to attack President Trump, which is silly. Yep. And yep. then they and then you get this like Disney drama and all this other stuff. And people look at him and say, why would I why would I buy tickets to the cover band when I can just buy tickets to the original band? It it, it doesn't make any sense. And and this week, you know, we're we're going to talk about should Trump go to the debate, but Ron DeSantis wants President Trump at the debate because he, he knows if yeah. he can't get some headlines, everybody knows more millions more people will watch it if Trump's there. Yep. And he needs to try to score some body blows against Trump because 
politics is all about momentum. It's all about how people feel. And like Wayne said, it's that snowball effect. And when everybody's like, okay, this will overlook the fact of big money donors, but nobody's jumping on the train. He's not very charismatic. He, he doesn't have a lot of tangible things. Florida's got a bunch of rough stuff right now. If you look at insurance rates and tax rates, I mean, there's and a whole and a whole lot of the things that he championed and um, was talking about early when he came out. A whole lot of that stuff has been overturned by the courts. Now, not to say that it's done because it's going to get appeal and it, it, my, maybe three of those things are going to go to the Supreme Court, but. They got overturned while he's out there on the campaign trail. So he's out there saying, we stopped this, we stopped that, we stopped that. If you go back in to, on the Florida and look, uh, uh, the the uh, the drag the drag show things can continue. Yep. That he said that he stopped. The drag show things can continue. Um, the school stuff down there is going crazy. Um, some some uh, educators and stuff. They uh they aren't filling the educator roles or the teacher roles or something like they have a shortage down there now too. Yep. Um, and it's I mean honest I mean it's look most of the stuff that he probably put out there we can agree with from a conservative side. Right. But there's legislative ways of doing it instead of um, heavy hand fisting doing it from the executive branch of the governorship. Because what, once you do that, you're like Boss Hall. You're like a Democrat. Because that's... and Okay, all right. I know, Jay. There's a there's an argument out there. Well, they can do it, we can do it. Okay, fine. Yes, yes. If they can do it, you can do it. But if, but if you do it, stop complaining about them doing it. Because now you're doing it. You, you don't have an argument to, for them to stop. Because now you're doing it. So what makes you better? Even if it's wrong, before you were doing it, it was wrong. Yep. Then you decided you wanted to do it because they're doing it. So now you're doing it because they're doing it, and both of y'all are wrong. And wow. and only people getting hurt are the people below because they are feeling the the, the heavy boot of the government on their necks. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think. I think part of politics, we talked about this the other day, is mutually assured destruction. You yeah. have to say, even some of these legislative practices that one side can use, once you open the door on that, then the other yeah. side can use it too. Yep. And that that's part of why Republicans have lost, is because the Democrats, I mean, you see it with all these Trump indictments, the de Democrats, I mean, they're going to charge General Trump for taking the tags off his mattress. I mean, that's coming. <laughs> and today there was another Biden story that dropped. I don't know if you saw that one from Comer. Um, but so, you know, the fifth Trump indictment's coming because the Biden stuff. Oh, Wayne's, you didn't see that, did you? <clears throat> James Comer. It turns out when Joe Biden was vice president, he was using a pseudonym on email, something like. Uh, Robert J. Peters or something like that. I'd have to look it up. And that's why a lot of their Freedom uh, Freedom of Information Act inquiries and some of their document requests, they weren't giving them the emails because they were using pseudonyms. So if you ask for an email from Joe Biden, well, if he's using an alias on the email, they don't have to turn over that document. So they've discovered that. 
And now they're saying, oh, can we get these documents unredacted? Because this was all during the time when the Burisma and all that stuff was going on. And so pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff. But anytime something like that happens, it breaks on a Thursday. So, you know, something's got to happen, some other Trump charge or something so that the weekend, you know, all the weekend stories can be about President Trump and the 35th indictment in the 20th state or whatever. So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Well, we'll. I will tell our audience this, um, because I because this is also our last day before um, before next week. Uh, Monday, we were to have Peter Frampton is dead. Peter Frampton is dead. Really? Yeah, that just, just happened. Yep, dead uh, at eighty-eight. That's sad. Peter Frampton, um, music executive behind the police. Hmm. The Sting, the Sting, right? Sting was part of the police, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, on Monday, we were supposed to have a special guest, Donald Trump. Um, but I'm hearing that there's supposed to be a press conference, I guess, on Monday. So I'm not sure. We've been trying to uh, solidify and find out. But uh, we wanted to let you know that uh, uh, my special guest on Monday uh, in the in the twelve thirty um, time frame was President Trump. So we're still trying to find that out, trying to trying to make sure that that's covered. If not, we'll let you know on Monday. But um, as of yeah, right now, press conference is interesting because they're saying President Trump initially announced he was going to hold a big press conference releasing all the Georgia evidence they had, and then that's probably a bad legal tactic. They should probably wait on that. So I think people are trying to talk him out of doing it. But it's fun because now the narrative coming out of the left is, oh, he's scared to release his evidence or whatnot. It's like, well, no, the guy's got some felony RICO charges. He probably needs to listen to his lawyers. And next week, I mean, if we get Trump on, that'd be huge because next week he's got like five court dates. I mean, yeah. he's got something for almost every case that's against him there's something going on next week with it's crazy and, and a few of those he doesn't have to appear in the um right i do know that but he does have to turn well it looks like they're all going together <laughs> right. um i think i read something where they're all going together as a group uh, yeah the georgia one yeah yeah she's talking about trying to prosecute them all in one large yeah. group yeah yeah, and yeah, did yeah, you yeah. see today too a member of the Georgia House actually launch an investigation into her, to, yeah, for, her yeah, yeah, yeah. for her dealings? I mean, it's good Republicans are finally standing up, but I mean that woman should be disbarred. Well, a lot, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I, I've been trying to find out some information um, about her and some of the stuff that uh, I mean because it looked like she's been. Um, doing this for a while and i know people have been talking about the black panthers and stuff but um when the black panthers came out they were militant yes but they were also taking care of the community if seriously if you go back and you look at a whole lot of stuff they were doing breakfast for the children and stuff and they were making sure that the community was clean no drugs at all nothing and everything seriously y'all until the FBI uh, infiltrated 
the Black Panthers, and then drugs start filtering in, and then the next thing you know, you know, uh, but uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm looking, you know, you know what? There's just so many things that people say <laughs> that could be taken this way and that way, and what's there's a lot of passionate people out there. Just be careful how y'all respond to different things because you don't want to, I mean, we we know what is going on with President Trump is wrong. We know that. We know it. To, oh, my God. We know it. Um, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it uh, late last night or maybe maybe even early, early time in the morning. Damn. I mean, I... Four, four indictments going on at all at the same time. And I mean, what? you you look at all the past presidents and stuff, you know they did stuff wrong. You know it. You know the people in Congress have done stuff wrong. You know the you know the people in the media have also done stuff wrong. Probably part of these pedo um um, um child trafficking rings too. And they don't and, and and even if they get caught, they don't get treated like what Donald Trump is getting treated like right now. And they, Jay, Jay, they just don't want us to choose who we want as a presidential candidate. They they don't want it. It's it's like impeding on their playground. You know what I'm saying? It's almost well, yeah. like ruffling their feathers. Well, we we talk about that. So if if everybody thinks that as a right versus left paradigm, you're missing the bigger picture. It is the plebs and the working class, both both on the right and the left, against the ruling class. And the ruling class has pretend fights where they both screw you over different ways. I mean, on the right, they take money to go blow up countries. On the left, they take money to, you know, censor and seek power. But either way, the ruling class wants to ensure the ruling class stays in power. And yeah. it's, you know, everybody looks at, oh, Donald Trump's the most corrupt president ever because he has all these charges, but you're just falling for the narrative. And That's the tough. fact That's is, tough. if you go back, you can't tell me that President Trump is the most corrupt politician we've ever had. Most corrupt right. president or Speaker of the House or head of the Senate or any yep. of that. So why is he the only one that's ever faced charges? And I think it kind of goes back to when he was first running in 2016 and it became evident he was going to be president. The establishment Republicans supported him because they're like, well, at least we'll get him in there. He's a big business guy. So, you mm -hmm. know, we can make money off his big business policies. And then he got in there and that wasn't his focus. His focus is right. how do we help the normal Americans? And so that's why the ruling class is so petrified because they don't want him in there actually trying to make life better for Americans. And you know what? Are all these Trump charges valid or not? Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. But the yeah. fact of the matter is the fact that no other politician has ever had to face charges like these, especially these really weak ones like the New York and even the Georgia one is super, super weak. I'm yet to find somebody that can actually give a legal breakdown and say, oh, yeah, this is really serious. You get to do alternate state of electors. You get to challenge the results of an election. You get to do that. That's legal. It's America.
Uh-oh, Wayne looks deep in thought. Yeah, again, we aren't lawyers, though. Right. We, I mean, you know, we're giving we're giving opinion on that, but I because I I know we, I I have heard the argument that Jay's making about the electors. I have heard that, um, and 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 I have heard a whole lot of stuff that Jason was talking about. So, uh, but in lawyer talk or lawyer, we don't know what they have, and we don't know who is saying what. So we can look at uh, like like um, I even heard um, from Bill Barr of all people, and I think that he let this slip. Uh, Jack Smith might have more stuff than what he put out there, you know. And he also let it slip that he is willing to testify. Now, when he when they asked him, I was like, okay, well, did you say anything to? Well, I, I can't comment on that. Well, you just did when you said that you um, would testify. You you already have told him that. So, I mean, your testimony is going to be part of uh, the federal thing that you went in there and you told President Trump that he lost the election. We we know you said that because you've given an interview on that. You, you said it a couple of times and the next thing you know, you don't have a job anymore. So, I mean, that's probably what he's going to testify to. Uh, we did ask a question. Should Donald Trump appear at the debate next week? Most of the people on Twitter said no. Most of the people said no. Uh, <laughs> Fox News uh, has Fox News did a um, a promo for it. No, I can't do that. No, I I will. Even though President Trump is kicking everyone's ass in the primary polls. We're still trying to set him up with our bullshit Republican primary debate. I mean, maybe he'll show up. And we're just hoping everyone takes shots at him so we can help Ron DeSantis. Because we're Fox News. And we suck. And we don't really give a shit. About our viewers' opinion. We only care about getting a big, fat paycheck. And about not getting fired like Tucker Carlson. The first Republican primary debate by Martha McCallum and Brett Bayer. Because we're Fox <laughs> True story, baby. True story. It is parody, though, y'all. Okay, we just met. I, I saw it on social media. It's just that it was good. It was good. I gotta say, it was good. Okay, that that did that was AI. That was AI generated. Okay, well, the the voices were AI generated. Gotta watch out for that. You know, CNN just came out with. Um, speaking of that, CNN just came out with uh, another brutal. Uh, discovery. Somebody told CNN something. Uh, let's see. Um, and I mean, honestly, I'm starting to get sick of seeing somebody keeps giving CNN all of these um, uh, these things. I'll find it. I'll find it while um, we're talking to Roy. Laura Luma and Ron Filipkowski are working together to attack Ron DeSantis. We have found common ground. Ron Philip Filipkowski. I've been. I follow him. I follow him. He talks about he used to work for Ron DeSantis in Florida. And I think that's why I feel the, the way I do about Ron DeSantis because he knows a whole lot of stuff that happened in Florida that Ron DeSantis put a kibosh on. He's don't talk about it. You know. And Ron is Ron is not afraid to 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 call out Ron DeSantis. 
All, all I got to just say is one thing to uh, to Filipkowski uh, and to Laura Loomer. When this whole thing is over, y'all better move. Right. Y'all better move because uh, I, I don't think there's any restaurant or any bathroom that's going to be safe for y'all down there in Florida. In public bathroom, it's going to be safe for y'all down there in Florida. Uh, yeah, I mean, because, man, y'all are hurting Ron Sanders bad. See, I've been blocked by Ron for a while on Twitter. Really? Yeah, I had uh, he was out there spewing some nonsense about Trump, and mm. I had I had gotten a couple replies in that were just he was just making dumb assertions about President Trump, and and so I replied to him, and then thank goodness for my Twitter followers, they they went nuts on the replies on it, and mm. then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that went well, so I click back on it, it says you've been blocked. I'm like, oh. okay. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say the DeSantis people. I've been blocked by Ron. I've been blocked by. Uh, you, got, you got blocked by Ron too. Yeah, and uh, Pusha. I, mean, I have I'm just. Wow, yeah, God. Christina Pusha. Like, yeah, yeah, they didn't. They didn't like me pointing stuff out. That Christina got me when I was pointing out the Disney stuff. She didn't like that. Evidently, Ron DeSantis voters or supporters don't want. Yeah, don't want people to know. And and I mean. Not one of them, not one of Ron DeSantis supporters will answer my question about um, the felon. Uh, right. Thing, about, about him arresting felons before the midterms, then holding a press conference. We have found illegal voters in Florida and we're, and, and we're fixing it so it won't happen again. One person that was arrested uh, got charges dropped. Yep. The other people, uh, uh, I don't know if the court cases is still out there, but um, the reason why I had a problem with it is because they were told that they could vote. Everybody cam that was shown in that video that's on YouTube, you can go check it out. Most of the people are like, "What's up? What's wrong? Right? What's happening? What? But 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 voting legally? What are you talking about? They told me I could vote. Yep. Well, why weren't the people that told? Why wasn't the people that told them to vote? Why weren't they arrested? That's that's the issue with me. That's the issue, the, the whole issue. And he won't say anything. Right. He won't say anything. And Ron DeSantis um, supporters just give him a pass on that. If you allow a leader to do that, then that says something about your character too. Period. Trump didn't do that. Trump well, and. And it's funny too, Ron DeSantis, he was a fine governor. There were policies he did, things we agreed with, things we didn't agree with. But the fact of the matter is, in this election cycle, we need somebody who's going to go into Washington that's not going to be under the thumb of the establishment class of the Republican Party, the big money donors, and everything that's trickling out, how he handled Disney, how he's handling uh, you know, letting letting Chinese or people buy land in Florida, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, those we've seen this playbook from the GOP for decades, where they are beholden to their donors. They they get kickbacks on the back end for doing policy prescriptions. You know, and we're going to be talking to Roy shortly. There, many of them are on the take, even on the GOP side from the CCP directly or indirectly through donations or through business deals or or whatnot and 
And I mean, that's that's how the GOP sucks. They're, those people that are in there, other than probably 20, 30 of them, they're in it for the money. They're not in it to look out for what we're doing, what good American citizens need. So we're going we're gonna to talk to Roy in just a second about um, uh, um, the Ken Griffin. Hopefully, hopefully he knows a little bit about the Ken Griffin thing that just happened too with Ron DeSantis. But um, somebody said maybe that's why Ron DeSantis got two million dollar donation from people connected to Sequoia Capital. Yeah, that's Griffin's company. Well, Griffin also gave him five five million dollars too. Yep. So, um, man. always follow the money, folks. Man, <laughs> that's what's great too. I'm surprised Laura Loomer didn't get that one because she yeah. pours through those donation reports, yeah. and it's like, oh, look who gave money to Ron DeSantis. Now look who he did a favor for. Oh, great. So yeah, this should be fun with Roy. We're gonna talk some economy collapsing in China. I hope he has one of those fly shirts on this week. Like yeah, he's always yeah, such a champion. You know those. Yeah, you know it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're going to we're going to be right back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to have Roy from the uh, new federal state of China, and uh, we're going to be able to ask him some questions about, or have him gives us a little update about what they're doing. To America, too. We're um, broadcasting on the Red Voice Media Network. We'll be right Attention, back. Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks America! I thought I changed it. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Let me introduce all right. Well, let me uh first off, Jason Robinson, uh Wayne Dupree here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. Hutch is off today. we are welcoming our 
friend, our brother, our, our young, fearless brother, Roy Grove from the new federal state of China. What's up, Roy? Thank you, Wayne, Jane. Hi. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here. You have the you have the middle seat this week, so you know I I, I, I you look good in the middle. So uh, so listen, it, man. I I don't know if you've been why um this news just came out about the Florida situation. I don't know, and I'm this kind of just came out. So if you have any information, good. If not, we'll check on it next week with you. But um, it looks like uh the the Florida governor who came out and said. Uh, we have legislation and we're not going to let the CCP buy up any land in Florida and that's passed and put that on check and I'm going to campaign on that. Now it looks like one of his donors has worked, has a workaround saying that he wants to have people from the CCP buy up land in Florida and it looks like uh, Ron DeSantis is okay with that. Have you heard about that? Yeah, it's funny to see those back and forth um, in politics. And, you know, CCP is um, good at uh, playing this, you know, right and left. And we've been talking about using the conflicts and like we call it like debate and talk about it like someone disagrees, someone agree. But CCP has a grand, bigger like picture to complete, bigger puzzle to uh, piece together, which is to systematically infiltrate United States. And if you look at the map where it's already been an or the companies that are controlled by the CCP has already been like acquired, like buying all the land, not just farmland, but the land, uh, the military bases, like lands around military bases, right? They're buying those up. And uh, this this is a, like a infiltration in a, in a deeper level. And also I heard like you and Jay have been talking about like Sequoia, right? Like the, the donors and everything and uh, Miles, the founder of New Federal State of China, he's been exposing this for years. Like three years right. ago, he was on a broadcast talking about Sequoia China, like the uh, Neil Shen. Neil Shen was like the uh, the person who everyone look up to, and he like have all the resources backed by the CCP. Like the former premier uh, Zhu Rongji has a really deep connection with uh, uh, Neil Shen, and Neil Shen was supported by CCP in terms of military intelligence and also money. Right. And remember, like, I talk about like when ChatGPT first came out by OpenAI, Neil Shin offered like a hundred billion dollars to buy it. Imagine what's the consequence of that be like if it turned out, uh, if, if he succeeded, right? Like, like you, the AI is like the next generation, you know, uh, Google. Like, it, it can right. be like easily like trillions of dollars of worth. And also, it controls people's, you know, um, ideology, like things you believe is true, is normal or not. And it gives you a, 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 like a finite answer to everything. And then CCP now is like <laughs> buying this up. So it's, it's an infiltration in every, everywhere. It's funny you mentioned Miles Go videos because I love going back and watching these videos from three years ago or four years ago. And, and it's like he could have released that today and it would have made sense. And, and when that story broke, I went, I'm like, I wonder what Miles said about Sequoia Financial and he had multiple videos talking about how in bed the CCP and China were with Sequoia Capital. And it's like, oh, yeah, circle of life. It all makes sense. You know, you, you talked about you talked about the Chinese buying up tons of property. 
in America. And it's one of the underreported stories where they own farmland and land next military bases and all kinds of stuff. But I'm seeing in the last couple of weeks where China's facing their own property issues in China, and it's looking potentially worse than the 28 real estate crash in America from an outsider perspective that could have just devastating consequences to their economy if their real estate crashes. Is, is there anything to that or is there anything to be concerned about that? Yeah, definitely. That's also one of the things Miles talked about like for years. He said the real estate um, sector or the whole economy like supported by the like real estate will will collapse in the end. And it seems like now... It's around the corner. It's a, it's a layman moment for, for the CCP right now. So I guess you're talking about, you, you saw the news about um, Evergrande uh, and also uh, Country Garden, right? So uh, right. Country Garden owns like four times more projects than Ever, Evergrande. So people are talking about Evergrande and it's more famous, but the, but this country, country Garden is like way bigger, right? It has like over 3,000 projects versus like Evergrande only has, you know, um, 700 or something. And this company ranked like 206 um, in Fortune Global 500 list, 2023. And, you know, and also like the, remember those projects, the 3,000 projects, uh, unable to sell, and they they fail to pay interest to U.S. based creditors, right? right? And Miles used to say, like, in, I remember it was like in November 2021, uh, I was hosting the show. I was uh, I had the honor to uh, did a um, live broadcast with Miles, and he said like Country Garden, Evergrande, uh, Sunak, R and F Properties, all those development, all those companies will go bankrupt. That was 2021, and now I think mm. around the corner. And, and if we also expose that Joe Lowe, uh, who's like one of the white gloves and one of the biological songs of Meng Jianzhu, one of the biggest cryptocrats of CCP, they build a city like they control they control the Malaysia projects of uh, you know uh, Country Garden, and they they plan to build a city in Malaysia to do money laundering as a money laundry platform, also an intellect, intelligence hub in Southeast Asia. So you can, you can imagine like, you, you know, the deplorables in China, they buy apartments, they save like 15, 20 years, like for the money to buy apartment that's not even like owned by them. Like it's it basically a 70 year rental agreement. They, they never own anything. So after 70 years, it, it expires. Right. And also you look at the quality of those buildings. It's like tofu drag constructions. Right. It's, it's, it's crumbles. Right. It fall apart by itself. When when an earthquake come, like those hundred thousand people die because the, the poor quality of the of the construction. Right. Versus when you see like earthquake happening in Japan, like nobody dies because they have a right. best structure. Uh, and like just a month ago, remember, like a, a gym in northeast China like just collapse and fall along all the, um, the the whole team of volleyball girls like in high school, they're all buried alive and 11 people died. Wow. The big news like in Northeast China is, is a city of Chichi. That's tragic. Yes. And yeah. the, CCP, what CCP did, CCP is like covering it up and not letting like, you know, parents to, to see the body even and have them sign Still? the agreement. Yes, they have them sign the agreement of something like not talking about it on social media. 
and we have uh. videos like videos all over the internet to see uh, you know how angry and how helpless those parents uh. are so that's why we always say ccp is the enemy of the chinese people yeah and believe me y'all are doing a great job with that um the, the let's see the u.s u.s and taiwan uh military seems to the tension seems to be growing between um them and the ccp what do you know about that well now like we see uh u.s is increasing the support like it's more obvious it's more direct it's more straightforward which is a good sign like to show support uh, to uh, Taiwan militarily. Mm -hmm. And also mm -hmm. remember, like I said, Ch China, like CCP is doing its own job and CCP is uh, having its own military uh, development and deployment near like Cuba, Key West in, in South America, like in uh, Middle East, South, uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran, like in Hawaii, like Miles, Miles talking about this uh, like also a lot. And uh, remember like when, you when the tension between us and ccp reached to a certain point you know uh what she's gonna do is there a plan uh is there like what was she gonna do to like uh to the economy or to the to the whole like inside economy like it's gonna implode we definitely know that but what's the impact on the uh on a larger scale on like uh, worldwide right uh remember again American people invested money in their funds in like save have their money in the saving accounts and those money was invested into CCP companies. Remember there are still like over 250 like companies listed on stock market which worth like over 1 trillion dollars. Mm. That's, that's US mar uh, capital market, right? And Americans spent 2.3 trillion in financial investment in, in, in CCP, 1 trillion dollars in treasury bonds, the CCP issue like $2 trillion in financial products, $2 trillion in reserve pool, money reserve pool for currency swapping, right? And also trillion, $2 trillion, I think, I believe, in tech sectors, like factories, and also $1 trillion investment in Hong Kong. That accounts for like $10 trillion in total. Mm. And when the tension reached some point, she will confiscate those $10 trillion US asset. Right, right. That that's gonna be a, a completely disaster. Like when American people, like when I'm on your show and on other people's show, and people ask, like, what's, what, what does this to do with, uh, you know, what to do with general like public or the poor, but like people, common people, like American people, right? Those are your mm -hmm. money. Those are your savings, your four hundred one k, your pension funds, and now, <laughs> like, she's gonna confiscate all those money. This is this is gonna be disaster. It, it's fascinating you say that because back at the beginning of the Ukraine-Russia conflict, people forget we did exactly that to Russia, where assets in America from Russian or Russian oligarchs or Russian citizens, the federal government just seized. And if China chooses to and they seize all these assets that that american assets that are invested in chinese companies or different financial products it could be it could be disastrous now talking about taiwan though and the chinese military do you ever think that they'll actually engage in shooting conflict because i'm just looking at the history of china and other than turning guns on their citizens i just don't see them being military aggressors for a long time. It, it seems like they think it's cheaper just to pay off the politicians and do it through financial means. But I just can't wrap my head around if they're going to 
enter a land war. What what do you think about that? Well, Jay, you you're uh, you're right about the uh, infiltration. Like, of course, CCP infiltrates everyone, right? It's not just infiltrating U.S. It's also infiltrating Taiwan and buying the Taiwan politicians are using BGY right. plan, right? Uh, and a lot of our compromise, of course. So that's that's uh, that's also one of the uh, reasons why we're so worried because uh, if, think about it, if Taiwan uh, stand up against CCP and be determined to fight it off, probably like the world will help. But what if like the, when CCP, the second CCP <laughs> come ashore or, or like start the attack, then Taiwan just surrender. Well, right. that could be that could be another uh, situation but uh, but on ccp's side if we look at the timeline ccp's economy is gonna explode it's like a ticking ticking bomb it can collapse anytime and the analogy is just like like when uh, in 1920s or 1930s like when the world is experiencing the uh, biggest financial crisis ever seen and the world war happened right hitler like uh, came out and then just uh uh, the, like you know, the countries just shift the conflicts from inside to outside. So that's the exact disaster I'm talking about. When we, when we talk about the vaccine disaster, we talk about the financial disaster. When we talk about like the all the ties between the world and the CCP and the fin- financial assets like in hands of Xi. So that's that's the moment like Xi is hoping for, like let's he like waiting for for his lifetime to happen. And when that happened, like imagine like all of the world like just fell ill, like on the uh, mass, you know, injuries and death of uh, vaccine and CCP is already buying up all the uh, the politicians and infiltration, all the uh, apparatus around the around the, the government, like, you know, all the executive branches and uh, CCP is already de- deployed all the military, uh, you know, facilities around like any like sensitive, you know, locations. I mean, how, how could you fight? How could you fight this war? And what's right. what's the result of this war? You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with Roy Guo of the New Federal State of China. He's part of the roster over there that has been trying to illuminate many Americans about um, the dangers of the CCP and how the CCP um, and the Chinese people are two different things. Uh, so when you see headlines. Uh, and that's probably the media connecting both um, for for a narrative. Uh, Roy, 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 and his group are trying to say, "Wait a minute, hold on, wait." Chinese people are basically most of them are slaves to the CCP. Really can't do anything, can't go anywhere. Well, there's so many things that they can't do because the CCP has got them on lockdown. Am I right? Exactly. And, and Chinese people never got a chance to vote for his own uh, for, for their own government. Right. They, they never voted for the Chinese Communist Party and they mm-hmm. got silenced. They got killed. Uh, the, 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 the level of corruption is beyond imagination. And people were just, uh, yeah, like you said, like they're just for the slaves. Right. They put like millions yeah. of people, you know, millions of Uyghurs uh, in concentration camp. They silence people whenever a disaster, a, a natural disaster, and more of a man-made disasters, like we talk about the flooding, the, you know, the tofu drag construction that fall apart, like uh, all time, uh, earthquakes uh, where uh, no no one should ever die, but hundreds of thousands of people die, and wow. uh, organ harvesting, you know, and now like CCP is trying to wage a war against the world, 
along with the other like you know dictators. Uh, so CCP and, is the biggest enemy of Chinese people. And they're working on this mine thing. This uh, this what's it called? Um, mine like type warfare or uh, I I read I read something about it where they're trying to uh, develop some type of technology. Uh, uh, you know what? I find I find out more about it while hopefully before before we let you go, which is kind of fast. But um, Jay, did you have another question real quick? While I'm uh, well, to I was going to say thing? just kind of expand on what Wayne was talking about uh, over in China. And, and Roy can expand on this. He, he knows more people and has more details on it. But they do a lot of social engineering with my I mean, kind of like what we did in America through MK Ultra, where we would program individual people. They do that on mass scale through TikTok, through social media. They even go into it in churches. And I've, I've read that there's a lot of government infrastructure that talks about how you can mentally control the thoughts of the population. And we see it. We were talking about when we go over to when we send somebody to China and you give the one like us acting tough and then you get us acting weak and the us acting weak is what gets broadcast to the Chinese people. So. So does the, do the average Chinese citizens, Roy, even understand how bad things are over there? Or is it just completely filtered out? Well, I would say the majority of them, they're just slaves, right? They don't, they don't even have a chance to think or have a chance to discuss about it because they're trying to just keep themselves alive. Right? Mm. They're trying to feed themselves. Like I said, over 600 million people, they, they live on like $150 a month and then they just... They try to feed their children. They try to like live their normal lives, and they they understand they cannot change much. Uh, that's like part of the population, and the other part of the population they feel like they just they're, they're oppressed, and they understand the situation is bad, but they don't have enough resources to access. But that's also like exactly why our show and things you're doing is, is very important. On one hand, they have access to the truth tools to have access to the to the um, real you know information um, uh, like apart from like all the brainwashing all the disinformation misinformation like ccp is trying to brainwash them and, and also the, the people remember the people inside ccp i'm talking about like 99 percent of them they're they're good people they're against the system they're against the ccp that just but they just want to they just need support, right? That's exactly what we are doing with the new fighter state of China. Like lots of supporters, over 500 million people like agree with us or support us. There's like in China, and right. they're in certain positions in CCP or like outside of CCP. You know, they're they're uh, some of them. They just uh, um, in their physical position where by themselves they don't understand how to take down the, this such a huge uh, systematic evil, you know, regime. But together, we can. I think we can do it. And also, Chinese people start to understand after one disaster, after another disaster, after one. Yeah, they've been yeah. fooled all the time. Remember, like their friends, their family are dying. <laughs> they died, and then they they just got fooled again, and again, and again by the CCP, and they start to get enlightened by the things we're doing. Exactly what we're doing right now. It's funny you say that because I was watching some videos about the floods we talked about a couple weeks ago. And one thing that struck me is all these Chinese citizens, and it's hard to find video on it. Many of them have never traveled more than like 20 miles from their house. And they have no idea that there's a bigger outside world. or And that's why I think when they see us 
talking about things here, why it's so impactful for them. So, and you know, too, um, I was just talking about that the brain um, technology and stuff. I'm I'm looking here, and even in 2021, the U.S. accused China of developing brain control weaponry. In 2022, China is developing mind control weaponry that could break enemies' will to resist. Later that year, in 2022, China claimed success in controlling a bird's mind. Uh, experts say that it could be used for anti-terror or military ops. Uh, this thing, this, this stuff, and and even as far as one month ago, China developing brain disrupting weapons. Analysts warn. Um, I mean, they they yeah uh, y'all tell us that. They don't even think about today. They, they're all their their strategy is looking down the road, man. They 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 they're looking down the road and putting all a lot of their money and stuff down the road while they're putting money or trying to buy influence over here. Uh, it looks like they can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. But with all that said, to stop them, you want us to decouple. And that's going to slow them down tremendously, right? Yes, not just slow them down, but actually they will collapse. It will implode by, by itself because, um, like I said, its own economy cannot last long. And now, like I said about the data, like now still CCP has like $10 trillion of American people's money. Those are taxpayers' money. Those are our, all of our money, right? The government doesn't generate or the politicians, they, they don't generate any values. Right? All the values, all the money were created by the deplorable, by the law by shame, by the middle class, by the people who work. Those are the people who provide products, who provide uh, like, you know, services and create those value along with the Chinese people, <laughs> one billion slaves. Um, and we're being kidnapped by the people at Davos, by the politicians, by the, by the CCP and the, you know, the elites class, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that's why, like, I've been talking about, like, if, even though, like, we just see the U.S. can just cut the technology, uh, cut the, you know, financial ties, cut the, you know, all the connections and stop supporting them, like, we, we will win, we'll win this, and we'll change the world. Yeah, it's almost like we just need to let them collapse on themselves. They've yes. got themselves, they've waged a financial war against the world, and it's just unsustainable with us continuing to be addicted to yes. the goods and, and services. And, and remember, like lots of uh, audiences for when the pre-show, and also like lots of supporters in FSC, they're inside CCP. They're, they're right. working in secret. Right. They're, they're, they're supporting us in secret. They're finding an opportunity, any opportunity they can seize to just eliminate those just several top like families, right? Uh, Xi Jinping, like those uh, people who like still loyal to Xi Jinping and CCP will be gone. Right. Roy, I want to thank you for coming in again this week. I, um, your information is invaluable. We, we, we enjoy having you on and um, we're, we're glad that we're, that you're so well versed in, um, in bringing us this information and breaking it down uh, for even the for even the smallest person to understand, but uh, uh, I do gotta let you go. But I but you know we'll um, see you next week. Is that right? We'll see you next week. Yep. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Have a great weekend, Roy. Yeah.
You too. Ladies Bye-bye. and gentlemen, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to have more here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. J-Rob from Minnesota, Wayne Dupree. Hutch is on. Hutch is out today. And Roy, our brother, is. Uh, you can still check them out at New Federal uh, NFSC Official. Dot com. That's nfscofficial.com, New Federal State of China. We're broadcasting on the Red Voice Media Network. Do you ever wonder who's really pulling the strings behind companies like Google, Twitter, Apple, and many more? Who's controlling Wall Street and corporate America? Meet Sequoia Capital, an American venture capital firm that many of us have trusted. Well, prepare for the shocking, dark truth behind it. The head of Sequoia Capital, Neil Shen. He is not only a partner of Sequoia Capital, but also Xi Jinping's money manager. Did you know that Neil Shen provided a staggering $800 million to fund Elon Musk's $44 billion takeover of Twitter? To date, Sequoia Capital manages over $13.8 billion in funds and has successfully invested in over 500 startup companies in China. Many of the invested companies have landed on the U.S. capital market through IPOs. Sequoia Capital, once regarded as a reputable firm in the U.S., has been tainted by Neil Shen's deep tie to the CCP. Speaking at the CCP's 100th anniversary, Neil Shen said, I'm committed to attend the 100th anniversary of the CCP. I encourage you all to invest in and advocate for China. People are starting to question whether Sequoia Capital is a threat to the U.S. and if they're part of a hidden shadow government. Miles Guo has been warning about the dangers for years. It's time to unveil the truth behind Sequoia Capital's connection with the CCP. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 
833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. How did I do that? Look, check this out. I was just thinking about something during the break. It's not that people are asleep. They're just in their echo chambers. It's not even that they're in the echo chambers. They're watching a different movie than we are. In social media, if they just want to hear something that they just want to hear, that's what they're going to hear. They're not going to hear anything else. Uh, well, yeah, and maybe Echo Chamber, different movies. I mean, it's kind of the, the same thing in a way. So people look at the Trump charges and go, oh, Trump, he's guilty, he's corrupt, he's the worst thing ever. And critical thinkers who are watching a different movie, same facts pattern can say, okay, well, maybe Trump's corrupt, but why is he the only politician that's ever been charged for this? Because I can name 10 other presidents that have committed crimes. I mean, you want to yeah. talk about Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, any of the Bushes, all those folks should have had crimes. So instead of making, but we just look at facts different. The people that are, and even you see it now. In which the, is weird, which is weird. Fact, facts should be facts. We should, nobody should be looking at facts differently. Right. Facts Facts is it. Fact, I mean, facts is, well, back in the day, facts is facts. This is this is the facts. This is the real thing. This is what happened. But it seems like now today, everybody has their facts. You know, everybody has their interpretation of the, the facts. I you talk you talk about Donald Trump. I, I used to get mad when people I mean, when Donald Trump was in office and Donald Trump used to come out and say something. I used to take Donald Trump exactly what he said. Rarely did I come on my program and said, this is what Donald Trump means. I used to watch that all, but, 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 well, I, I used to see that all on Twitter, though. He wasn't really saying that. He was saying this. Right. It's like, no. Oh, so what you do, you're, you're interpreting what Donald Trump means? And the media was getting mad back in the day because they could never have, with all the other presidents, they had I mean, the president said something. They have they fixed, got him, tied him to this and whatnot. Donald Trump wouldn't let the media do that. Yep, and and they got frustrated. You can see him getting frustrated. Well, we don't know. We don't have any because they they didn't have anybody that was close enough to him to to know what was coming. And so whenever he said something, he I'm breaking news. He just. Uh, uh, we need to get an apartment to watch his tweets. Watch his tweets. We don't know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, that's, uh, I, you know, I mean, but going back to the echo chamber, everybody's, people aren't asleep. They're looking at their own movie or they're looking or, or they're stuck in their echo chamber reservations. They are stuck. They don't, they don't want to. And, 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 and once you get into these echo chambers, you don't want to hear nothing from the outside because it, you think everything that you need is in that area, that group, that click that you have. You don't. You don't want to hear anything else. You stuck. You're stuck there. But all, but the, but the major problem with that is 
is that when problems come, you aren't you aren't um, ready. You aren't uh, uh, built to fight against the problems because you only know one thing. You were like, well, how did that happen? I didn't know it was coming. Well, you didn't know it was coming because you were stuck in this echo chamber. President Trump, in the last year of his uh, his term, in January, February, kept telling everybody, uh, they're going to try to cheat me. Yep. They're going to try to steal it. They're going to try to cheat me. And what did everybody do? When's his next rally? I need to get to the next rally. When's the next rally? There he is. Oh, I got there he is. I need a picture. I need a picture. He's up there in front doing his speeches, trying to tell everybody, they're going to cheat me. They're going to cheat me. They're going to try to take it. And everybody's like, oh, okay, okay, all right. Shoot. We don't always hate it. Well, and, and it's interesting, too, because it's not even that people are seeing different facts. It's that they're being told how to interpret different facts differently, if that makes sense. So the like this last election, you know, the media came out and said, oh, most safe and secure election ever. Anybody with an ounce of critical thinking can look at all these anomalies across the United States and say, there's probably 20 cases here that deserve to be looked at. And the people who want to believe that Trump lost will say, oh, well, the court wouldn't even take him up. Never mind that the court never looked at the evidence, that the court looked at standing and things like that. But then the media comes out and says Trump lost. But I mean, if if you're at all a critical thinker and say, how on earth could they declare in like two weeks that this was the most safe and secure election ever and Trump lost? Because they hit that narrative right away. They never wavered. And like, not oh nothing to see here folks and and we saw it all the time in the trump presidency it was it was funny that last year uh my wife was still working she worked in the medical industry and i was working from home and i remember where i would watch the trump press conferences every day and we would talk about what will the media report that he said after watching what he really said and i talked the other day about the drinking bleach hoax and i remember i watched this and Jen got home and we were having dinner. I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool. They had a doctor out there talking about some of these different treatments. Sounds like they're doing some stuff with oh, UV lights. Yeah. And then we turn on the news and it's Trump tells people to drink bleach. And I'm like, that's not even true. So we went back and we watched it together and we're like, no, I mean, he did ask kind of a dumb question. Can he use something like, he didn't say bleach, but antiseptics in the body. Right. He asked a doctor right. that. But then, I mean, that's sitting, being- sitting off to the side. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I mean, years later, people still think Donald Trump told people to drink bleach. Even yeah, I even had a guy right. the other day who who said that on Twitter. I'm like, find the video, and he sent me the video. And then I'm like, dude, he didn't watch it. And then he came back mm-hmm. and he said, wait, he never said drink bleach. I'm like, yeah, no, he was acting in a doctor about it, and if that was even possible. And the doctor said we're looking into it. But but people just they accepted that fact pattern that Donald Trump was a kook and a loon and crazy and that fit their narrative so in their movie donald trump's a bad guy so in their movie like it was a thing yeah again um when it when it gets down to it and you look at those those narratives they have to make up stuff because they can't uh they can't latch something onto him because he's always moving around he's always changing right certain things so they have to make up something 
to, to basically slow him down and say, or 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 to get him to react. That's why I don't want him to go to, to this debate. I don't want him to go to this debate because I think it's a trap. I think it's a major trap. Um, not only do I think it's a major trap, but if he uh, even the okay, let's say he doesn't show up to the debate, then he's going to do something else. And it's not far. I mean, he's done it before. He he did it. He did it in 2016. He didn't show up to, to, to the debate and he did his own thing. Right? <laughs> he needs to watch the live stream on he's the way to Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, he, he did his own thing that night. So, I mean, it's not like, it's not like this is the first time that that's happened. But they're going to get up there and they're going to badmouth him for not being there. And it's right. like, wait a minute. This is a presidential debate. You're supposed to be telling us why you want to be president of the United States and what you're going to do. Right. And and if you're going to take all of your time to bash him for not being there, you're just wasting time. You don't need to be president of the United States. You, you're trying to compensate for not having a plan by attacking him for not being there. That's all that is. That's all it is. And I mean, and 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 I hope that people find you out, and I hope that people call y'all out for doing it. If y'all do it, um, let's see. Biden, I got a video that um, I, I was just given. I'm not sure what it is. It's not bad it. whenever you can host a dignitary like a president, but it also builds a lot of traffic in the area that's really not needed right now. Sheffield also questions the purpose and timing of Biden's trip. There's some world events and there's some U.S. events. How about the southern border? How about our economy? <laughs> he was like, he was like, you don't have to come to Carson City. You right. can go to the border. <laughs> it's so funny because the the on the street interviews you see about Joe Biden, crazy, they man. are just, yeah. they are just. The average citizen is not yeah. into Joe Biden. I like seeing the no. ones, too, that are talking about uh, there's been a lot coming out where people are going to largely African-American communities and ask about the Department of Justice. And that in black communities where they were unfairly targeted for police presence and prosecution for years, th those communities are like, they're doing that to my boy. Why are they doing that to President Trump? And and it's a two-tiered, and it's more of an economic thing um, with a lot of those communities. But, yeah, the on-the-street stuff, people people want Joe Biden to do his job. You know, we're three years in. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see the – let's see. Uh, was that it? Did you, what's up with his walking? <laughs> Joe Biden, he looks like a it's robot. It's not bad whenever you can host. That's not. Um, what's up with his walk? Is he focusing on? He's walking so he doesn't fall down or something. Or I was gonna say, it? dude is really old and his health is deteriorating rapidly. <laughs> and so I'm thinking he's doing that. And and we saw with my father in law, God rest his soul, Ron, when he was 
when he was getting worse and worse physically over the last 18 months where it's like, I'm going to go do this thing and this is going to require all my concentration because I need to make sure I don't fall over and break a hip. And he's like, oh, gosh, I got to walk across the grass. Okay, come on. Stay focused, Joe. Stay focused. No potholes. No potholes. Yeah, no potholes. My Yorkers looked like he was going to answer a question and then hear what the question was. And The ongoing work. Mr. Secretary, the southern border numbers are up to 130,000 after dipping down. Are your lawful pathways working? When are you going to answer my questions? But, but, now he's the director of Homeland Security, right? DHS? Right. They get new officers. Oh, yeah. $300 million. Yep. $300 million. He's getting a new office, but he can't. So this is a perfect moment to be announcing this $300 million IRA investment here at DHS headquarters. We're doing three things. First, we're building a new headquarters for CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency. Second, we're building a new headquarters for ICE, the Immigration Customs Enforcement Office. And third, we are building a new parking garage as well as entry gate and security checkpoints for the entire campus. So we're, through all of that, not only helping DHS meet its important mission, but also making sure we're using the best sustainable building practices to do that. Federal government just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you wonder why they don't want somebody like Trump in office and why they'll do anything they can to help sideline his presidency or stop him. Because it's not about politics, even. It's all those people that are working in that agency. Do you want to support the guy that's going to make your agency bigger? Or the guy that's going to make your agency smaller. It's pretty simple math. You know where that money's coming from? The Inflation Reduction Act. Yep. $300 million is coming from the Inflation Reduction Act. Right. You mean the Green New Deal? <laughs> I mean, that's where the money, that, that's really what that money's about, was the Green New Deal. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because they just, printed and dumped a bunch of money into the economy and that's why a lot of the financial indicators are pretty good but you know and we've talked about it i don't know how many more times we can do it like i didn't know we could hit 37 and a half trillion dollars yeah 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 you're right about that one um oh my goodness 300 million dollars for a new for a new um that was three buildings and a partner garage. Yeah. And that's on top of the new FBI headquarters getting built. And yeah, they just keep uh they just keep making a bigger way. And people mm-hmm. don't understand that the federal government is the most corrupt. It, it is the least efficient, the biggest waste of money we have is the federal government, in my opinion. Georgia's Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones, who is being investigated by a special prosecutor as one of the state's 16 fake electors, told Newsmax on Thursday he's not going to apologize for looking into claims of irregularities for his constituents. Correct. Um, 
Now, that lieutenant governor is a whole lot different than the other lieutenant governor that is on CNN. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like night and day almost. Yeah, that was the so, previous lieutenant governor. Yeah, the one that the one that's going to testify against Donald Trump in Georgia. Yeah, and really to understand this elector thing at, at kind of a high level, the Electoral College, if you feel that those electoral electoral college votes where there was election fraud, they can contest it and kick it back to the state or it ends up in the House of Representatives. And 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 like I say, the the fact that all these elections were declared clean and there was no issue or whatnot was was remarkable. And before we wander off to Wayne, I just want to talk Terry, longtime viewer and often has insightful comments. And so I just want to give Terry something to think about because I was talking about the drink and bleach. And Terry's response was, like you said, Jay, I never heard him say drink bleach, but he did have a weird conversation or a private meeting in hopes of showing he was seriously looking at everything to solve the problem. And I, I just want people to think for a second back to the drinking bleach moment where everybody was like, Trump's stupid. He said drink bleach. If you want, go back and watch that press conference. He was talking to doctors about different therapeutics they were using, from ultraviolets to antiseptics to different things they were doing. What if every headline came came out instead of Trump told, told people to drink bleach? What if all the headlines were what really happened? Donald Trump had an interesting conversation with the doctor about some new experimental treatments that we're trying to use to defeat COVID ultraviolet light, for example, and, and other things. What if that was the headline for the next week? Hey, let's all talk about some of these different treatments that can do. But instead, we created a fake narrative with the media to undermine President Trump to say he told people to drink bleach. And people still to this day think that that's a thing. And that's how the media controls you. And that's how they, uh, I mean, I challenge you to go back and rewatch that press conference. I just did it the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's there. Yeah, right. and it was, a, it, was a, it was a pretty interesting press conference. I mean, there was some weird stuff in it where he was talking about treatments. But here you got the president with the doctor talking about like 10 or 15 different things they're trying to do to control the spread of the coronavirus. And the headline coming out instead of like, wow, check this out. Here's some different things they're trying was Trump's head drink bleach. It's kind of like the ivermectin horse pace stuff. You know, now it's coming out that maybe ivermectin works for things we didn't think. But some people, when you bring up ivermectin, they think horse paste. Yeah, I, I, I don't even care about it. I, I mean, I ain't taking it. I ain't taking that. And I ain't taking any, taking any other thing. And I even said it. I even said it during the pandemic. I don't care what y'all thought there. I'll be all right. I, look, I'll be all right. Uh, the horse stuff, whatever false narrative, whatever it is, I ain't taking whatever it is because if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I that that's just it. Um, again, on Monday, we uh, we're scheduled to have President Trump on the show. Uh, and if anything um, deviates from that or changes, then we'll let you know. But um, President Trump will be here on Monday in the 1230 type hour. Uh, he used to be on the show regularly. As a matter of fact, we used to interview him a lot. Uh, last time I saw him was at the White House uh, during, um, before the election. Um, he, he knows his way around the show. Um, it's going to be a welcome back type of thing. 
but uh, you know, we look forward. I'm saying this, you know, just in case, but uh, we look forward to having him on. Going to ask him some questions, you know. We'll probably give him some suggestions about the debate. Uh, you know, he can have his own, or he can still go and sit on the front. All right. Front row. Everybody likes that one. You know, just sit on the front row and make everybody on on stage nervous. Get a big bag. Get a big bowl of popcorn. Sit there chomping on it. You know what I want to is yeah. I want that front row. I wanted him. I want General Flynn. I want Roger Stone. I want Laura Loomer. I want Steve Bannon. Like, oh, I mean, I'd like Wayne and I on there too, but I'm just saying, like, let's get the hardcores out there just lined up. Like, you know, let's go, boys. That, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. That, I mean, man. And you know what? I, well, I, I don't have to be on a. Just put me on the second row, right behind him, so I could right. laugh. So I could laugh behind, laugh behind there, like, like snicker, like. <laughs> well, what are these gonna, guys going to talk about? Their whole campaign is Trump. Trump's terrible. Now it is. Christy, I mean, what's your policy prescription? Well, Donald Trump sucks. Okay, well, what are you going to do about Social Security? Well, did I tell you Donald Trump sucks? Uh, oh, keep on, keep on, keep on. Watch this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep on. Right. Yeah, well, and that's that's what he's going to do is, and frankly, the only one up there who will have any vision for anything will be Vivek, you know, yeah. and, and Vivek will sound a lot kind of like Trump. I mean, I think their policies are pretty, pretty similar. And I, I tell you what, this this debate is going to be interesting. I really hope President Trump, part of me wants Trump to go because it would just be a spectacle. But a big part of me doesn't want him to go because when you get when you get the Keebler elves up there and they have nothing to say other than taking shots at the guy that's not there, it's going to make him look even more, even more ridiculous. But, you know, it, it makes them kamikaze type th um, deals too. So, uh, yeah, 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 you're right about that. Um, but no, I mean, they, they can keep on asking those. I mean, uh, uh, Chris Christie you can keep on asking those questions. And he can keep on attacking Trump, but you can shut him up very quickly. You can really shut Chris Christie up on that debate stage very quickly for the entire night. You can shut him up by one question. Did you sign the pledge to accept the nominee right. for the Republican Party? That's the only, I mean, that's the only way he's going to be up there. And if he says yes, whatever you said about Donald Trump, it doesn't matter because you're going to accept him with all the stuff that you're throwing up at him. You just saying you are going to accept him to be the nominee. Right. Next. <laughs> Next. We don't, we don't, we don't even, we don't need to ask you any more questions tonight because you don't have anything else. You can talk bad about him all you want to. You're going to look stupid doing it because you're going to accept him to be your nominee. So. Well well, and that's what people have to realize, too, is if you the establishment Republicans, none of these folks are running because they think they can be president of the United States. Mike Pence doesn't think he can be president of the United States. Chris Christie doesn't think he can. Maybe Ron DeSantis thinks he can. Maybe he thinks they take Trump out and he thinks he'll have all the big money behind him. But most of those folks up there are just running 
because they're anti-Trump. They're just convinced Trump's a horrible person and bad for the country, which is really remarkable because in the Trump years, other than all the chaos and violence from the left, they were some of the best years this country's had in the last 20 years. Yeah. You know, those yeah. four years, we had no new wars. We had an economy that was doing really well pre-COVID. You know, we were getting a lot of stuff done, and that was with an unsupported Congress. I mean, Congress mm -hmm. was obstructing him. And, you know, for everybody saying, saying, oh, well, Trump, you know, there was so much unrest. Yeah, it wasn't Trump doing it. It was all the people protesting Trump. Like, mm -hmm. there was no, name one policy Trump did that was warranted the reaction from the left, and there just isn't. There just isn't much. It's crazy. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're getting ready to go for the week. Uh, just got some information that uh, the Red Voice Media Network is now adding Apple TV. So congratulations to them for adding Apple TV. All right. Got to get ready to get out of here. Winners and losers. You want to do that? Oh, yeah. We should have done that yesterday with Hutch. But, but, yeah. But uh, I will say... This week for my winners and losers, I think the winner of the week, President Donald John Trump. And why I think he is the winner is this Georgia case coming out. I was concerned that there would be something there and everything they presented showed there's nothing there. And it's just further going to expose President th this targeting, this this targeting on the left and it's going to spurn Republicans to finally do something other than tweet about it. And, and right now you, you actually see things moving where people are actually trying to take action on the right, which is, is long overdue. Uh, and I am to say my loser of the week is Ron DeSantis and that poor man, all things aside, politics aside, all of the issues with Ron DeSantis, he got talked into running this campaign by the elite Republican establishment, and yeah. he is effectively ending his political career. And if that's what he wanted yeah. to do for a living, he is going to be such damaged goods after this campaign. Yeah, I feel bad done. for him on yeah. a personal level. He's done. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. And then uh, for the weekend, folks, make sure you spend time with your friends and family. Go out and enjoy it. Yeah. Wayne, over to you. Yep. My loser, uh, my winner. Um... My loser this week is Ron DeSantis. I also agree with Jason. Um, again, you keep falling like a rock. There's something, and you know, you, you, he's he got rid of one third of his staff. He's changing campaign managers. He's uh, he's doing all this stuff, and he keeps falling. You you better start counting your. You better start thinking about it, dude. You really you better start thinking about it. Um, and I guess I guess my winner is reading the pre-show because we uh, followers followers have started to increase and um, our viewers on Rumble have started to increase too. So thank you so much for that. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. Uh, don't forget to check out WayneDupree.com and also uh, Wayne Dupree Show on Rumble along with uh, Red Voice Media Network on Rumble too. Y'all have a great weekend.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.